Are you jerking off? Maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> glad I didn't tell you what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm glad too. <laughs> Ah, so if you're hearing our voices, that means it's time for It's This Meets That um, podcast for watch show movies, so you don't have to, but you probably should. I'm Russ. I'm Jared. Uh, so last week we trailer trashed um, Kill Chain. It's been a while since we've had a, a movie with a trailer, which is great, uh, but we, <laughs> we, we, we did Kill Chain. Yep. Uh, I, I'd call it a Nick Cage paycheck film at this yeah, point. Yeah, oh. This is definitely paying off his gambling habits, for sure. <laughs> uh, so we did the trailer trash last week in preparation for this episode. If you missed that, uh, shame on you. You probably drink from the carton. Um, but, Jared, you want to give us a quick recap of Kill Chain? Sure. So uh, the the tagline that we read on the last one is, I think, the actual tagline and describes possibly every movie ever made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, like, three people get into some hijinks. Like that's the the premise. So uh, it's there's also way more than three people in this movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not sure who they're referring to. So anyway, the real description of this, which actually just uh, I think is not bad, um, a hotel room shootout between two assassins kicks off a long night of bodies falling like dominoes as we follow a chain of crooked cops, gangsters, hitmen, a femme fatale, and an ex mercenary through the confluence of murder, betrayal, revenge, and redemption. That's a lot. Right. That's a lot. But um, I don't know if there was like a lot, like bodies falling like dominoes. Seems like you would expect a uh, lot of dead bodies, but it really wasn't that many. I don't know. I disagree. I think there were plenty of bodies. <laughs> okay. You're, I think you're forgetting about the first half of the movie. <laughs> Maybe. This movie, is, this movie is very evenly split, I think, into two separate movies. <laughs> yeah, it's like movie, some other movie, and then the Nick Cage movie. Right, which, yeah, we'll get to uh, I got even more furious now that you said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot in that description. Um, but it's- but yeah, I would it's, I would watch that. That sounds good. Like, that's a good description of a movie, right? Yeah, yes. Like, way better than three three people getting into some shenanigans. It could be anything. Um, so, but yeah, I think, well, let's let's talk about uh, the trailer. And now we've seen the movie. When we, I think we watched the trailer, we came to the end. We were like, there really wasn't that much for us to- trash no it looked it looked decent like it, i mean it looked like it was going to be a nicholas cage movie which i'm here for <laughs> yes yeah i i know we did we did throw out some concerns though that was like uh is this gonna be one of those like they're pushing nicholas cage but he's only in the movie for like five minutes um and it was and it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm i'm enraged <laughs> yeah so shame on you for for selling overselling the nick cage part and he really wasn't in all that much i squarely blame cinetel for this so what are your overall trailer versus movie impressions i mean i did not get what i wanted so <laughs> i think the trailer was very misleading i would agree yeah if you watch a trailer you're not going to get that that movie at all no. and I'll, I'll i'll get to it a little bit in my hollywood pitch but i like uh, yeah i was expecting one thing and i got that in the second half of this movie <laughs> like yeah. the trailer is yeah. only for the second half of the movie yes right pretty much yeah actually yeah that's right actually i think all of the scenes other than like two were all from the second half of the movie yeah but the description though of it this the longer one you re read right now definitely i think fits the bill for the full movie yeah so Sells it, sells it way harder. I don't like, what did you think? Like, did you, were you disappointed <laughs> as disappointed as me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought this was going to be like Nick Cage, just 
being Nick Cage for an hour and a half, which is what you want. Yes. That's what like I signed I, up for. When I sign up for a Nick Cage movie, I want him in the movie. If it's an hour and a half long, if it's 90 minutes, I want 85 minutes of Nick Cage. Yeah. That's two I and want, a half minutes of credits in either end, and we're, we're good to go. I think that's totally reasonable. I want Humanity Bureau. Like I want, or I want Lord of War. I want a good Nick Cage movie, or I want something like the travesty, but still mostly has him in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was just, uh, I think we got kind of, we got the wool pulled over our eyes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, all right, so let's let's let's, let's move along then. So um, Quick Info, so is directed and written and directed by Ken Sanzel? Sanzel? Sure. Sanzel. San, Sanzel? Yeah. San, Sanzel? San, Sansi? Um, so he, Ken has been, uh, he's been in the industry for 20 years and he's like looking up at all of his credits, he's kind of like a working you know, just yeah. Hollywood journeyman. Working. Yeah. Journeyman okay. of Hollywood. Um, I think he got to start with uh, writing a, so this is a good tie-in to an older episode of ours, but he got to start with a, a, a creator in writing a pilot episode of Lawless, which was baffling to me. Baffling I never heard of this. <laughs> so Lawless, which I kind of remember this 1997 with Brian Bosworth. Yeah, I was eight. Uh, and I think I'm pretty <laughs> sure is Kate Bosworth's dad, Brian Bosworth, the old former Seattle. Yeah. The boss. Yeah. The sure. boss. Kate Bosworth's uh, dad, Kate Bosworth. Uh, if anyone listened to the Force of Nature Force. episode, uh, mm-hmm. we I mentioned many times, and Jared was still confused then too. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a there's a Nazi in that one. Then there's a guy who plays a Nazi, uh, <laughs> and Kate Bosworth, <laughs> the Boz's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> um, but Ken's been—he's been kind of a working man. So he did that, and then I think between 2005, 2010, he did this show called Numbers, where he wrote and directed a bunch of episodes, mm-hmm. keeping him busy. Mm-hmm. And then he's done a few. That's supposed to be good. I, I, yeah, I mean, I hear very good mean, things. And then for actors, of course, we've got Nick Cage, debatable top billing for sure. Yeah, yeah. top, top billing, billing de- never in this movie. Never in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, Academy, like really, like in the trailer, they had a whole title card for him. Academy Award winner, Nick Cage. And you're like, oh, he was, I think, like this movie's short. It's an hour and a half, right? Hour and 32 minutes, something like that. Yep. Uh, And he was probably in 40, 35 to 40 minutes of it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. For top billing, you'd expect him to be in more of it. Yeah, exactly. But it makes sense when I've only heard of one other person in this movie. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, um, uh, who else we have? So I, it's not a really big, not a big, huge, it's not a big cast, but, uh, there's Annabelle Acosta who plays the, um, main, another well, main character. She plays the main the, character, the, which is weird, but, uh, what are you gonna say? The twice, the twice credited <laughs> in one on IMDb. She has a name, <laughs> right? Renata. Mm-hmm. And then in the actual movie, she's credited as the woman in red. Yeah, the lady in red, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> Which we'll probably call her just because it'll make it easier. Um, <laughs> yeah. If if you flip over to the IMDb page, like the, just the names of the characters that that get billing in this is great on its own. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's like so you got Nicolas Cage going by uh, Aranya, which is yeah, I don't which know if I pronounce that correct. It's just spider in Spanish, right? huge spoiler <laughs> right massive spoiler right <laughs> yeah so yeah so sorry again spoilers from whatever. at least this point yeah. from this point yeah usually it's a little bit later but whatever um yeah they, they don't know that nope uh so then you have renata the lady in red then you've got the old sniper and then it quickly goes into just like <laughs> which, 
he's not that old. He's he's like he's like in his forties. Yeah, it's not at all. Then you got Erickson. Then you've got the very bad woman. Mm-hmm. You get the curious <laughs> assassin, the mean assassin, which, so this is, which is what we're dealing with. In the curious assassin, let's go back over there for a second. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm butchering your name. Maybe Alimi Ballard. Yeah. Um, I knew it. I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. He, you remember uh, Sabrina, the teenage witch, the old yes. '90s yeah, yeah, yeah. version. Yep. He was the quiz master. Remember what? all those like recurring <laughs> re- recurring character quiz master. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's okay. All right. But I knew him and I was like, oh, I forgot I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. So then this movie's got some, it's got, it's got three people in it that are like randomly connected to a bunch of random stuff then. Right. So yep. you have a Limmy battle and then you have Enrico, um, Colin Tony. Colin Tony. Yeah. who when you dig him up like i don't i don't recognize his name and i don't think maybe people will know it off the top of their head but so he, he is again another journeyman of, of hollywood but he was in um he's in everything <laughs> pretty much, uh, yeah I mean, everything veronica mars dad <laughs> yeah which that in itself that's a huge credit like you were you retire on being veronica mars dad i think right yeah, i think yeah i think you're just yeah i'm done that's it um he was in galaxy hundreds quest. of episodes he was in yep. galaxy quest just shoot me just shoot me yeah. David Spade, great 90s sitcom. And then you get Ryan Quantin, who is in uh, True Blood on HBO. Right. I've never seen that, but I've, I've seen heard, a bit of it. And I've I heard it's good. I didn't put it, put it all together until, yeah, I don't know. I saw his name. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Who looks like a rich man's Dax Shepard, which I only realized when I saw a picture of him next to a picture of Dax Shepard. <laughs> a rich man. Poor, so is Dax Shepard the poor man's Dax Shepard? Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Dak Shepard if you want to be on the podcast. You're more than you welcome. have a podcast too. Yeah, have us on your podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll come on your podcast in a heartbeat. Um, and then there's Angie Sapita, who I she plays the very bad woman. I think. I think so. Yeah, who has six lines in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> and then for production box office numbers, so budget. 2019, right? So it's Nick Cage straight to video for sure. The budget was three and a half million estimated. Which. Like how much of that? That's there's got to be three million in Nick Cage, right? <laughs> Has to be, yeah. Yeah. And, well, I was just gonna say, and then revenue wise, trash. Which I mean, it's a direct to video, so mm-hmm. you can say you can say that it made three times as much money as the Fanatic, but also the Fanatic was in theaters for at least a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this. I feel like I may have seen a trailer for this, like for like a moment and then it just disappeared so maybe it wasn't no there's no way no i mean big big uh big carton drinker energy over here twelve thousand seven hundred eighty seven dollars gross worldwide (laughs) you hate to see it hate to see it um so that's kind of the quick info that's where you're gonna get into um hollywood pitch what do you what do you got so i went for a three-way uh here and hear me out it's I always Mr. Do. <laughs> it's Mr. and Mrs. Smith meets From Dust Till Dawn meets The Born Identity. Now <laughs> did we watch the same movie? <laughs> yes. So Mr. and Mrs. Smith because for two reasons. One, uh the trailer made it look like it could be Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like the trailer makes it seem like it's uh, the lady in red, who doesn't even have a name, the lady in red, Renata, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And and Nick Cage kind of 
getting into some battle shenanigans. Uh, the actual movie has like lots of wildly unnecessary action and, and bullets everywhere, just like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay. All right. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn for the same reason, uh, but also no vampires that, though. No vampires. <laughs> True. No vampires. Sorry, spoilies well, for for Dust Till well. Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it takes place a lot in a bar, in a shitty bar. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. And uh, and again, yeah, the the gratuitous violence. I had another reason, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> and then the born identity because huge spoiler for the end here. I feel like we're gonna get to a born identity situation of like. Of like this guy's running away from other he's an assassin uh running away from other assassins from his trying past. to like yeah trying to be a good person and like say, maybe save someone's daughter uh after all this who knows i mean i buy that i would the only thing i would say that's the big difference there though is that he remembers who he is yep i guess you're right i mean that's a little bit <laughs> <laughs> but other than that yeah i Let mean me have this it's, it's, <laughs> I'll it's, give you this one. All right, what do you got? Um, I went. Is yours, with, is yours better? <laughs> whoa, whoa, no, I, I, I don't, I don't. I'm not judging you. Well, no, I definitely am. Judging we're not, yeah. we're not ranking them, I guess. But <laughs> I went with, uh, it's Man on Fire meets Hotel Artemis. Okay, explain yourself because I haven't seen Hotel Artemis. <laughs> Have you seen Man on Fire? Yes. Okay. So Man on Fire part was because it's lone guy who uh, ends up helping a child. Okay. And not that, that that's what this movie does, but it alludes to uh, Nick Cage wanting to have saved a child. And I think there's a connection with him saving the lady in red. Okay. Yeah. Like spy kids. Yeah. Just like that. And then Hotel Artemis is just a, a bunch of assassins trapped in a hotel. Oh yeah. Then that's this. Yeah. Oh, huh. well, great job. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you really nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> now, the problem is if our fans haven't seen Hotel Artemis or Man on Fire or From Dust Till Dawn or Born Identity or Mr. and Mrs. Smith, then... Shame, shame on them. They all drink yeah. from the cart and you should have seen all these movies. Hotel Artemis is probably on the bottom of the list, but it's it's good. It's fun. It's fine. That sounds about right. Get to Fast Facts? Yeah, why not? Lead us in here. All right, so uh, Fast Facts. Uh, apparently, Nick Cage wanted to have a mustache instead of a beard. That's a great fast fact. That's a great fast fact. <laughs> because of course he fucking did. <laughs> that's like that's like the that's like John Travolta talking about mullets. Got oh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Travolta yeah, it's got the same. To like, I think I said in that when we did that movie, I was like, if to be a fly in the wall with Fred Durst and John Travolta <laughs> talking about mullets. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, I, I I can't. I really can't. What else you got? So the seventh time is the best time, apparently. So this is Nick Cage's seventh time doing a Millennium film. Mm, one of the studios, right? Yeah, one of the, one of the production studios there. And playing a character named John. Huh. That's super fun. I didn't, fact, you... I didn't fact check that at all. I have no clue <laughs> if that's actually true. I was I saying, name the other six characters named John. <laughs> I couldn't. I probably should have done that homework. Also, they never call him John in this movie. No, so they don't. <laughs> How could we possibly know that? <laughs> That's He's it. not even credited as John. He's credited as Aranya. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh boy. How is that even possible? I don't. I hate this. <laughs> this is why the this is why the internet is terrible. Uh huh. They're feeding us lies. <clears throat> well, here here. Speaking of lies, uh, I'll, I'll give you the next fast fact. Um, so apparently, uh, 2018 coverage of. Um, can right the film festival in france 
uh, talking about uh, the Hollywood cons? Reporter. Is it cans or cons? So super, super here. Don't even, don't even get me started. I always said con, right? I always said con. classically. I said con. Then I went to to Southern France and went to Cannes, and everyone there said can. And can. so, okay, I started yeah. saying can. Khan is a character from a Star Trek movie. Can is the place. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what the people in Can said. They were like, you know, they were like, Khan is a character in Star Trek. Don't. So anyway, uh, if you if you're in France and you happen to be li- or Canada, we'll take Canada too. And you're listening to the podcast, tell us how Can is pronounced. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so Hollywood Reporter, an allegedly respectable publication, uh, in 2018, they announced this movie, uh, and they were saying Nicolas Cage would star in. First of all, calling it a thriller is egregious. It's not. It's not a thriller. Oh, um, no. And described it as in the vein of the greatest detective noir films, which ah, what? Who, who I don't. <laughs> whoever said that, please email us, con to reach out to us. Let's just talk. Yeah, I just want to hear I'm, you drink it from the cart and definitely. <laughs> yeah, we're we're assuming you don't work for the Hollywood Reporter anymore. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I hate this. I hate all of it. Uh, and I've got a surprise fast fact for you because we didn't talk about it in trailer trash or in the now, do you know, uh, you know what a kill chain is like what the term kill chain is, is is this a military, is it a military? Yeah. 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 So it's like the process for, uh, killing people, right. Let's put like find the enemy, uh, you know, fight the enemy, finish them off that whole thing. Yeah. I, uh, like, I don't know this movie, you kind of has to do with that but also i don't think i would call it kill chain <laughs> I don't know. uh yeah no i don't um finding people and then they're trapping them kind of and then will the kill i mean i would assume kill chain is like you're chaining together a bunch of people who are working who worked it or connected and then you're killing them right no no it's, it's not even that it's just more about yeah. the process of 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 how you go about killing someone oh <laughs> Huh. Like that's the thing. It's like the process of engaging your enemies. Is, I don't know. It's stupid. I hate the. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> anyway, kill chain. F- fast fact. <laughs> this might be yeah, one of our worst. This might be one of our worst fast facts ever. Yeah. If you can, if you know more about kill chains, send us an email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a character named John. Who wrote that? Jesus. All right. So from this point on, really, it's all spoilers from here on. Correct. Even though we've already spoiled the movie a couple of times. If you've listened to at least one episode, which hey, if this is your first episode, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Tradition that we do. We insult our listeners and then we say, come back and keep listening. And welcome. Uh, spoilers. We Everything is spoilers. We all talk about spoilers all the time. All the time. 24 seven spoilers. So yeah. a lot of times we spoil other movies too. Like it's, it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the box. Don't forget. <laughs> All right. So here yeah. we go. We're getting into it. Um, yeah. Opening so, credits. Opening My credits. favorite part here with Jared loves this part. Um, so here we go. We got a bunch of production companies. Boom, boom, boom. Cinetel films. Mm-hmm. Which I love on Wikipedia. Their, their description is like a low budget film studio. <laughs> oh, Just, come on. Come on, you come on. Look at look at yourself better than that, you know? Just say film studio. Yeah. <laughs> Have some self-esteem, Cinetel films. Yeah. Grow up. Uh, um so Cinetel Films and we got Millennium Media, who is actually a pretty reasonably sized, I think, indie kind of middle budget. If you say so. I, 
<laughs> I've never heard of them, but I <laughs> think I'm giving them more credit than they deserve. Um, and then we got mm-hmm. Saturn films, ETA films. What yeah. happened to VVS? Like yeah. VVS was the, the star of the show in trailer trash. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just disappeared. Maybe I don't know. Is this film anti-Canadian? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I think a couple actors are from Canada. Sorry, I called it a film. Yeah, let's let's go easy with. Just don't. You can't just throw that word around, okay? After the, oh, after and during the credits, because there's still plenty more credits to go around for everyone. We start getting the cityscape again, <clears throat> reminding me of the trailer. Uh, I still have no idea where we are. Are we in Mexico City? Uh, the shiny building is back. Yeah, definitely like a lot of city cityscape, whatever. Um, definitely has like a Mexico City vibe. So I, whatever, it's actually not said. I think I'm pretty sure in the entire film, it's not said where they are, right? Yep, you're right. But I was because it was kind of driving me nuts because they don't. Eh, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. But they when they were driving, so the opening it's a big they were deal showing, to me. Yeah, I know. It's this is important. Come on, where are we? Oh, we should go to the license plates. Damn. Yeah, so they do they cut back and forth between like, you know, over the over the top uh, over the head shots of the city and then, you know, typical Panza city and then like shot from like the car driving a car driving around the city, getting some mm-hmm. shots of locals and stuff like that. And I caught a sign that said it was a Universidad de And Andes. So I was like, oh, here oh, we go. Okay. Let me let's do some in the Andes, huh? Okay. Well, let me do some investigative journalism because I think that's what we are at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I looked up, and that is a university in Colombia. Bogota, oh, Col- Bogota, 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 yeah, Bogota, 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 Colombia. Yep. So yeah. that's huh. where we are. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, and I think. Yeah, it's definitely never specified, and I guess no. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that much. <laughs> no, it's not really that important. Huh? Okay, good to know though. Looks nice, cool city. Uh, so yeah, and then more credits. Then this is when we like this is when we get ETA. <laughs> we get sadder. Like, I love a good movie that keeps the credits going five minutes in. <laughs> So many people involved. Um, so, but to, uh, we should probably call this out now, though. Again, our investigative journalism, we collectively, I think, don't think there's any shenanigans going on here. There's no, it doesn't feel like producer count is, feels about right. Production companies, three out of four, are all pretty legit. Um, yeah. I think Nicholas Cage has had his fair share of run-ins with the law. And at this point, probably only works with legit companies. <laughs> he's got to keep it on the clean, you know, on the up and up. So... Yeah. I think there are a couple of court cases I'm thinking of in particular. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, if you want to be on the podcast, we love you, and I would love that. So, yeah. We won't so talk then, about the court case. No, we're we're going to move on from that before we get shut down entirely. Are they, so, are these guys driving a Buick? <laughs> um, I don't know. So, yeah, so we're just following around this car, and then they, we finally get to the car, this car that we've been following around in the opening credits. It finally stops, pulls over, two guys hop out. Um immediately I get this feeling this this movie was shot on a phone. I don't know if you got that feeling, that vibe, but Yeah, well everything is su- I, I talked about it a lot because it bothered me. Everything is super shaky cam. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's on a phone. Yeah, yes. I could totally agree. Yeah, it's kind of weird cuz like you have movies like Collateral, you remember that movie? Tom Cruise yeah. Collateral, Michael Mann, awesome movie, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Um that movie cut back and forth between being shot in like grainy handheld whatever. Yeah, but that's Michael Mann. That makes sense. <laughs> right. This movie uh, hasn't earned it yet. And then, so the two guys who hop out of this car, um, which I think is a Buick. You're, yeah, you're pretty hung up in the Buick thing. Why do you? What's? Well, just be, so like the, the guys getting out of this car, we can set the scene a little bit here. The guys mm-hmm. are like they look they look nice. They're dressed in suits. They're like fancy boys. And I was like, what are they doing driving this Buick? <laughs> I don't know. If you're gonna be a fancy gangster, don't drive a Buick. 
What's wrong with the Buick? Come on. You know exactly what's wrong with Buicks. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Chris if you listen to this episode. Chris drove a Buick in high school and I hated that car. That's I funny. Guess it all stems I, back to I think we all had a friend who drove a Buick in high school. It was, it was a car yes. they inherited from their grandfather or something, but they, had, they, were, they were the first ones to have a car. So it's like, oh, great. I got to drive in this Buick because you're the first one to have a car. What you just said just describes Chris. So. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Uh, this is this is when we pop into the hotel, right? <laughs> yeah, so the two guys make their way inside the hotel. Uh, the shot we saw from the trailer, actually, the outside kind of established shot of the trailer, uh, uh, the hotel. Um, yep. And then we get inside the hotel, and these I guys love are, a good summoning button. They're they're banging on the button already, cranking on the bell. That comes back a little later. So these two guys come in. They're kind of snooping around this hotel. It's definitely run down. No one's staying here unless you really have to type of hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like a great place for a great shootout. Sure, um, <laughs> very open. Yeah, very open, open. concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's you know that's yeah that's what you got to do. Um, and then we, we immediately get, I think you called it out, the three Bs. Yep, bra, blood, Beretta, possibly. <laughs> I I had to pick a a gun brand that started with B. <laughs> <laughs> I buy it. Whatever, it's fine. It works. Coming in hot, real hot. Yeah, coming in hot. Uh, we just have bloody woman uh, who is uh, our, our lady in red, Renata. We're, but we're going to call her the lady in red. Yeah, I might call her Renata here and there. Uh, and this is immediately, I was like, oh, we're having a moment of this is, we're already in the future. What's going to end up happening is the rest of this movie is going to be a build up to back to this point again. Yeah, my favorite trope. Yeah. Uh, start at the end and work our way backwards. <laughs> it's like kind of like abused at this point, right? Like at least they didn't do like the 16 hours earlier, like force of nature or whatever right, else or we watched. Min- 10 minutes gone. Oh, uh, speed, like- speed kills. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like literally, literally every movie we've watched has done this. <laughs> I mean, did little Italy do it too? <laughs> uh, ooh, did little Italy do it? No, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> it kind of did because the voiceover in the beginning Actually, you're right. You're right. You're totally right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We're yep. going to tell you a story. We're going to start with the end, but tell you the story. Huh. Is that the sign of a bad movie? No, they're good movies that do that. <laughs> oh, they definitely are, but they're just, they're, yeah, they handle it better. Yeah. Um, we finally get Nick Cage. So we get some Nick Cage. He greets the bad guys. Um, and at then this point, he, we're, we're already like 10 minutes into the movie somehow. Like they, I spent, they spent a lot of time. So this, like, this movie's short. It's like yes. an hour and 32 minutes. There's probably 15 minutes of it that is, cityscape <laughs> like yeah at, like throughout various parts like it just does a lot of oh let's just show you where we are and not anything happens because the script is not as long as we thought it was <laughs> like <laughs> oh it's 100 percent right like it was probably like yeah. a yeah it was like a, a 10 minute movie and you're like ooh, <laughs> how do we extend this yeah just a bunch of shots of the city over and over again yeah finally nick cage finally in the cage so he comes in to greet the the two gentlemen coming in the front door bad guys we're gonna mm-hmm. call them because they seem like it um and so nick cage is walking through this open uh open uh layout of a hotel yep and he pats some guy on the back who's laying down on a table i'm assuming yep. he's dead oh hard to say <laughs> well, his eyes were open he was laying down i think they did a shot of him right yeah i mean we've seen the movie yeah he's definitely dead but he's definitely dead whatever <laughs> <laughs> he's dead um which the bad guys inexplicably don't notice the dead guy next to them it's not far he he just looks (laughs) like he's well he just looks like he's passed out that's what it is yeah also weird that would be weird you're the only you're the only customer there and you passed out i don't know so then uh nick cage greets the the two bad guys at the door here and then there's like just a lot of back and forth chat which i didn't really 
I got kind of irritated because like, and this is like a thing that runs throughout this movie, drove me nuts. It was like the handling of like cutting between characters as they're doing, as they're spitting out dialogue and like, yep. I don't know, it drove me nuts. Like the camera movement was really annoying and just. Leaves a lot of room for questioning. Like, why are you, do, why are you behaving the way that you are? Like the, like he's handing over his guns and you're and like, you can't focus on that because the other guys have guns too. Like, I don't know if they were about to get in a gunfight, why would he just hand over his guns? And I, Yeah. Well, well, I think one of the guys is behind the counter there and he pulled out the shotgun from behind the counter. And that's when Nick Cage okay. is like, Oh, you're this an employees only area. The guy's like, Oh, and he pulls out the shotgun Uh-oh. and then he's like, Oh, you got any other guns on you? And Nick Cage is like, Oh yeah, I got this one. I got too hung up on the dialogue. I think I didn't realize what was going on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fair. Which is actually important that actually him handing over the gun he had in his belt was important. That comes back way later. Uh, right. which I'm now just realizing. Yep. But so they just have this conversation. It's, it's like one of those, like trying to have like a tense conversation between a bad guy and some other character. And it's like, right. it's just really like so many cuts. It's like obnoxious. Like they're trying well, to make it intense, but it's like not at all. And it's like leading you to think that Nick Cage is maybe the bad guy. Cause in my mind, because it's like, Oh, it's doing that bad guy gives a lot of exposition and, yes. and it's just like trying to talk his way out of a, out of a end game situation. Yep. It seems like he's trying to create a distraction for something. Agreed. He is. <laughs> he definitely is. Uh, and then we cut back to the lady upstairs, the you know, three bees. Why is there blood all over her mouth? Like, did she eat someone? <laughs> like, I know, I know she didn't, but <laughs> it's, it was pretty aggressive. It's like someone exploded all across her. Is pretty much what it looks like. Yeah, it was like they were like, "Oh, guys, we got an extra fifty bucks in the makeup budget. We really gotta <laughs> lay it on thick." <laughs> Hose her down. Yeah. Hose <laughs> her down. And then we get the line from the trailer about the no friends thing. These two guys at the front desk are asking him how we got the place. And he's like, oh, I got it from a friend. And they're like, you have no friends. Oh, you know the story. I was like, I thought this was going to be a national treasure type movie. <laughs> That's yeah. what he's like, oh, like, you know how this goes. Like, let me let me tell you a story about. So, the, yeah. So then Nick Cage convinces them, I guess, to have a beer. And then he's going to tell them this short story. Yeah. Cut me off if you get bored is what he says to them. Yeah. So at that point, we cut right to now the actual opening credits. It's kind of like a James Bond movie, you know? I was thinking more like 90s cop show. Like, it's very 90s colored. And then it's like... <laughs> I, I was like, when I watched it, I was like, this isn't the worst we've seen for like a... No, it, it's it's the kind of thing that a movie that that should that is trying to take itself seriously doesn't do. So you're kind of like, oh, this is redeeming. That it yeah. knows it's... Like a movie that's actually serious is not going to cut in the middle of the movie to a title screen in my, right? Like <laughs> I've never seen a movie. That's like a, a very serious movie that does that. Well, every James Bond movie ever. Those aren't serious movies. <laughs> Come on. The new ones, they do the same thing. No, no. Yeah. Yes. But they're like, it's not James Bond movies. No, they're James Bond movies. They're not trying to be pretending. Like, they're not like, you're not going to see it in like, uh, in a Christopher Nolan movie. He's not going to like cut yeah, in the middle yeah. to <laughs> like, Hey, and here's like credits. A, yeah, here's a wacky credit scene with like funky neon pink and orange or whatever. Like, That's fair. I'm actually trying to think through movies that have done that where I was like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Like, no. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is like an Ocean's Eleven thing. <laughs> like, it's not like. Yeah, like 10 Minutes Gone did that too, didn't it? Wasn't there like an I opening so. in 10 Minutes yep. Gone and like, I don't know, went to like the credits and was just like. But again, yeah. like, not the worst credit scene thing we've seen, but yeah, I agree. Like, I love the music. Very 90s cop show thing. It wasn't bad. I was like, okay. Uh, but yeah, I love the music. I couldn't figure out what the song was. I tried to do my uh, Google identify the song for me thing and it didn't work, but it wasn't, wasn't happening. It was like, like there were a lot of like weird 90s things in this movie, I thought. You can correct me if I'm wrong because you were older in the 90s, but. Uh, really? 
really? but like there are so many things where I was just like, oh, I've been here and done this before. Thanks, en- Enrico Colantani, who's definitely from Colantani. the 90s. Col- okay. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Yeah, from every 90s thing. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I mean the old sniper. The old sniper, please. In his late 40s, the old sniper. <laughs> Speaking of old sniper. So after the credits, when we cut to uh hotel, whatever room uh in the city across the way from the hotel right yep and we are with uh what was his name again colantoni colantoni yeah the guy who's been in a bunch of stuff um yeah and the old, the old sniper and it's him in this room and uh he's talking about a rice cooker yeah you know anything about rice cookers <laughs> i don't no, me neither. I think you just get one and that's the end of the conversation. I don't think it's like a lot of work to get a rice cooker. Do you have one? No, I cook my rice on the stove. I do too, like a like a normal human being. Yeah, just boil a little water, simmer a little water. I know. Lit on lit on that, steam it at the end. Yeah, rice Easy cookers. Speed. This might be this might be controversial, like the milk cart drinking, but uh I think rice cooker I don't know, it seems kinda lazy. Yeah, if you like rice cookers, send us an email. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. What's the benefits? Just cook it on a yeah. stovetop. <laughs> What's yep. the problem? Uh, and I like this guy. Like this guy. This guy is in. He's so good as in as Veronica Mars' dad. Like he's a really. He's a good actor. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. I have no problems either. <laughs> he doesn't deserve this movie. No, he doesn't. Um. So this scene, I'm gonna. Well, let's just set it up though. Like this is a really long part of the movie. Yeah. This isn't a scene. This is actually that. This is the first half of the movie. It's it's thirty minutes long, if I remember correctly. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, I wrote down timestamps later on. So we'll oh, you did? Okay, all right. So, well, <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll let you handle that because I was like, yeah. this is a really, really, this isn't a scene. This is this is a third. Of, this is the first act of a movie. Setting up his sniper nest, right? He's getting his table yeah. start. And he like wakes up in in the evening. <laughs> well, it's know. all this. It's all takes over. It's all takes place over the evening, right? It's all the same night, right? So, yep. He's like moving tables around and he's getting his blinds in order to be kind of shut, but not quite shut. But not quite shut at all. Um, He's calling his handler. We're going to call it the handler, the person on the phone who is like his, apparently his, his friend or his just, he's, they've been working together for 10 years, which is, they very make make much very clear. Yep. Um, There's a lot of exposition going on in here and just. And none of it makes like, they don't, the reason why I didn't like it is that they give you a lot of exposition and none of it makes any sense because we don't have any context. Like I didn't, I, I didn't actually understand this movie until the end, like until almost at the end, I was like, Oh, Oh, (laughs) yeah. Part of me was like, Oh, I see what you're going for. And I was like, um, like, like the whole plot and all that sort of stuff. It wasn't that I wasn't that offended by it, but I was just like, Oh, the execution could have been so much better and this would have been actually probably a good movie yeah it wasn't that that's the thing there were so many good stories that could have been told around this movie yeah like nothing in this movie was good and none of the characters we had any kind of attachment to or like like they did such a bad job developing any of these things they tried to fit six distinct stories into the movie that I would have watched a movie about each of those where, Oh, like, sure. I'd love to see a movie about this guy. Uh, who's the weird old sniper. Who's like yeah. done a, done a bunch of jobs and has this estranged daughter that he's trying to keep us. Cause he's, he thinks he's a monster. And like, I would totally watch a movie about this. And yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, um, I don't know. It's just, it was kind of all disturbing, but I, I also, it, until you get to the end, you don't realize that I think this is, 
after the credits roll, right, it kind of makes more sense now when like you have the opening and then he's like, oh, let me, when Nick Cage, sorry, going back a little bit, when Nick Cage says like, oh, let me tell you a short story, they cut to the credits, right? And then they cut to this. So this is him basically t- starting the telling of the story to the two bad guys from the beginning, right? Right. Well, okay. sure. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to like, I think that's how that was supposed to be set up, but. Yeah, I, it's it doesn't, like he, there's no way he could know this story happening either. So there's. It's yeah. unclear. <laughs> eh, yeah, I guess that's like, true. There's no possible way he could know this, given the timeline that happens later at the end of the movie. So, like, yeah, that's true. Um, so either way, so we're still the sniper guy. Like we said, this is like a 35 minute long. Like, he's got a dead wife. He's got a daughter. We, we get, get all bull- the information about him, like all of it in his 30 minutes. He's calling his daughter. He's trying. Sounds like he's trying to make up with her. Like they had some falling out or something. Rice cooker well, joke sh- keeps coming sh- back, which I thought sh- would be like a recurring joke. It's no, not. <laughs> Uh, and I thought it's not it funny was, to begin with. No, it's not funny to begin with. And no. also she's, she's super sad and she thinks it's her fault. Like, what did I do dad? Like, why can't I see you? Uh, and apparently it's been five years, which come to find out later on what exactly happened five years ago. Yeah. Um, but like they don't make it interesting enough. I don't really care. <laughs> you know, yeah, like she, no. she, she says, oh, this isn't normal. You're like, yeah, I agree, daughter. Like, none of this makes any sense. None of this is normal. And you're not selling me on the story right now either. You're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I mean, at the end, all of, every one of these characters connect in some way at the very end. Yeah, kind but of. Yeah, but it's just like, and I get what they're going for, which is like, oh, I like this. I like I like that. But yeah. it's, so, it's so flimsy. That's the only problem. Right. Like they tried to make it a, you know, we picked on Gavin Spacey earlier. <laughs> like the usual suspects is good. Like it's has a really one, has one good movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. It's absolutely a great movie. Yeah. So like it's, this is not that and it was clearly trying to be that <laughs> where it's like, Oh yeah. At the end, we're going to tie everything together in a weird twist, but it doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But I see what they were going for. And I was like, I'm bored, but it just doesn't execution. It's- just doesn't there's no out. payoff right so he's still in here he's doing his thing set up they like point out the other sniper across the street and you're like oh is this gonna be a sniper fight <laughs> are we about to have a sniper fight which i'm I into excited. i mean I, I was like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into a sniper fight this is great where's mm-hmm. nick cage we were 30 minutes into this where's nick cage yeah no, at this point we're still i think we're still only like 10 minutes in this movie <laughs> i don't <laughs> yeah and this goes on for another 20 minutes like this whole know, thing no, <laughs> nothing has happened <laughs> Uh, and then like, then it focuses a lot on the sex workers in the street, which are like these inexplicably American sex workers. <laughs> yeah. Co- yeah. Columbia or wherever we are. <laughs> where we are, right? Like yeah. what? I actually, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> well, I, well, and they, no, so here's, here's the thing is like, you don't really pick up on it. Sure. But then at the same time, they call it out explicitly. <laughs> Do you remember when she was like, Oh, I want a little taste of home. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> like what's the setup here what's ha- like what are you trying to say is happening oh and wherever this is god okay yeah right yeah uh, okay so there's that um so he's still so again this is a really long scene so there's not much else he's still in just in his his sniper hotel room here kind of prepping things he's talking to his daughter he's a lot of exposition about him his past we learned pretty much everything about him um he's talking to someone on the phone Guys like, hey, um, you know, we've been doing this for 10 years together or whatever, you know, not tell you mm-hmm. the truth because he spots another sniper across the way. Right. Um, 
then he does a whole thing where he pops out. He talks to some of the the, the hookers down on the street. Sex worker, Russ. Sorry, is that what? The, sorry, is that the proper terminology? <laughs> yes, I didn't know it's okay. that. Oh, yeah, man. it's okay. I forgive sorry, you. I apologize. Sex workers down on the street. <laughs> yeah, inexplicably American again. Like they, like, why? Why is everyone an American here? Uh, like, yeah, and, I don't know. And then he signals to have one of them come up, right? Right, and like, is he going to use her as bait? <laughs> like, which I, I don't care for. <laughs> which he does. But at the same time, like I was thinking, maybe they're in on it. I don't know. Like maybe no, they're... I didn't know. I had no way. I didn't because think they're, they're in on it. No, I think he was. We... I thought he was just going to like call her up, and then he was. I was like, what he ends up doing is like having her stand by the window, and like because this is the uh, like the the zoom out of um, you know this is happening in parallel to some of the things that are happening seemingly downstairs in the hotel, right? Uh, mm. Later on, we'll we'll find out, and like we see the we see the Buick out front. Yes. <laughs> And it's yep. like, that's where like, oh, okay. It's all starting to connect. Like we don't really recognize that until uh, later on as being, this is when Nick Cage was having a smoke downstairs when the Buick was there gathering in from Intel and then doing a drive around the block. Right. Because when he calls the sex worker up to his room, he's like, oh, do you recognize this car? How long has it been there? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh yeah, I exactly did my job with one of them and is well and isn't it the other one that's having a smoke with nicholas cage right the blonde one yes yeah 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 yep so yeah like they're they're it's trying to be a smart movie <laughs> oh i <laughs> missed that part oh so is that um... it's trying to be a smart movie but it's not <laughs> i mean i got the part with the car and all that but i didn't realize that's supposed to be running in parallel when nicholas nicholas cage comes out and has the smoke later on right and that's and, and he sees the buick then and he's like oh that's weird uh Oh, right. okay. I didn't catch. I didn't catch that parallel, but I caught the. I caught the Buick thing, and it was like, okay, this is very close in timeline, but right. Not that it was okay. All right, all right. And then, meanwhile, we've got our our bait sex worker upstairs with uh, Enrico, uh, old sorry, sniper, the old, the the old, old sniper. sniper. Yep, yep. Uh, and and we get a couple of really good gem lines that I I almost. One of these I did use as the quote, and one of them I almost used as the quote. Uh, when she, <laughs> he instructs her to go stand by the window. Uh, yeah. said, go stand, go stand by the window. Take your top off. Uh, go look out the window. Do you see the car? She's like, no. What are you talking about? No I was waiting for her to get sniped. By the way, I thought the other sniper was going to shoot her. I thought he. That's Same. He, I was like, oh, he's setting her up for a bait to get shot right now. Like that's that's exactly what I thought. Uh, but then she she just goes, because uh, she's looking out the window and not at him. She's like, are you jerking off? He goes, maybe. <laughs> Why would you do that? And then, and then my second favorite that I almost use is the quote at the beginning. She oh. says, so you really don't want to fuck? And he says, no, not since my daughter is 14. And I was like, wait. <laughs> Who wrote these lines in sequence like that? Why would you? <laughs> yeah, sure. I get. I guess. I. I guess. I get. The old sniper hasn't been laid since his daughter was fourteen, but he's making it sound like he had sex with his fourteen-year-old daughter. Yeah, it's not a good. It's not a good. Yeah, no, kinda... and and coupling that with the information earlier of like, oh, he hasn't seen her in five years. You're like, wait, wait, is she nineteen? She's in college. We know she's at UPenn. Was this? Did you fuck your daughter five years ago? Like, yeah, like what is going on? <laughs> this is just again. I would watch a movie about this probably. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like, there's some kind of. There's definitely a lot of drama here. This character seems interesting. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to. 
and we never learn anything about him. <laughs> Shit, sorry. I'm just putting something together. Is a, is a Skoda a kind of car? Is that a brand of a car? I have no idea. So they, they kept saying blue Skoda. And I'm thinking maybe that was like a navy blue Skoda <laughs> or whatever. In the... <laughs> And in the subtitles, it is. It is. Oh, interesting. Yep. Okay. So in the subtitles, it was spelled E with an accent, K O D A. I was like, wait, I don't, I think they just, I think the subtitles are all messed up. <laughs> okay. No. But it looks like a way. So that's not the Buick. That's a way cooler car. It's a, yeah. It's a cool, yeah. It definitely is. It's a car. Okay. So is, that must be the car they were driving, right? The blue Skoda. Yep. Oh. oh okay sorry i called it out because the subtitle spelled it weird but now i no we're just it. idiots we should have we should have done some more homework mm-hmm. then after he's using her as bait in the window he sends her to the roof of the building across the way where we know the sniper is right yeah that's the next thing that happens i was like <laughs> Which, okay like, so now she's definitely gonna die yeah and finally we get our sniper fight this is when it really starts to drag for me because this is probably 25 30 minutes in the movie like you said <sighs> This yeah, by the end of this whole thing, it's forty. We're forty-five minutes into an hour and a half long movie. Yeah, it's so slow. Another thing I want to call out too. Now thinking about at the end of this movie, so the old sniper, mm-hmm. yeah. So he sends this 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 sex worker to basically her doom. So that's twice now, and he's got a point where that's twice now where he is he is just let people innocent people go to their death. Yeah. Which yeah. we're gonna get to at the end, which is like that's messed up. Well, didn't he learn his lesson the first time? He was supposed to like he's a, he's an absolute garbage first. Terrible. So they're having a snipe off. Um, you can still see well, him through the windows, and then uh, what do you got? They're having a snipe off, but they're on the phone with each other. <laughs> they're also talking to each other on the phone while they're having a snipe off. Oh right, because he gives he gives a he asks for the the the, the worker's phone number, and right. when she gets up there, he calls her. Says hand hand your phone to the to the guy there, and then that's when the right. guy Sanchez, the uh, sniper, yeah, yep. um, he's just like grabs her. He's like, yeah, I got her under whatever, blah blah. And now the old sniper's like, oh, I feel bad, or I don't know. It's just like, what are you what are you doing, man? Like, love, 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 love when he keeps calling the old sniper viejo, and I'm like, <laughs> new nickname for us. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Well, listen, know. viejo. Uh. <laughs> This episode's over right now. <laughs> Cue the music. Oh, we're, we're just getting started. So then, so then uh, he hangs up the phone with the, with Sanchez, and he goes, and Sanchez kind of disappears, whatever, right? And then that was the other sniper. Uh, and then he's mm-hmm. on the phone with his the handler, well, the guy who got him the job, right? Right. And like this is when <laughs> I don't understand some of these lines. So I think this is exactly what he said to his handler: "Star running, you double dealing fuck." <laughs> Star, yeah, I don't know what that means. It's like, what is what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If anyone's ever know. double dealed anyone, let us know what that means. <laughs> yeah, if you're a double dealing fuck, please send us an email. Like the handler just being candid with him, you're the target asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You're past your sell by date. You don't fuck. You don't drink. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, he, I forgot he doesn't fuck since his daughter was fourteen. Right. <laughs> a little ageism, by the way. Come on, man. Like. Be a little more inclusive of the elderly here. Yeah, I agree. And he's again, he's not that old. He's not. <laughs> yeah. How old how old is he actually? We should probably look that up because I I I would think he's like maybe early fifties. Like he um, he's not Yeah, no, he's I don't great, think great shape. Yeah. I mean, I don't know him personally, but yeah. Nineteen sixty three. He's Canadian. Oh yeah, Canadian keep Canadian keeps you young. <laughs> Shout out to 
Canada healthcare system. No, he's not that old at all. And they keep calling him old the whole time. Ah, like, oh, viejo, listen, you gotta. I guess if you're half that age and, you know, that is old, right? Sure. And then, uh, so we have, now we understand that the old sniper has been pretty much set up by his handler here and he's mm-hmm. the target. Then he realizes he's going to die. <laughs> like like yeah, they start much. getting like, the sniper battle gets intense. Like he, he, like the Sanchez kills the sex worker, just like stabs her in the neck. Done. Oh, okay. Casual. Yeah. Um, and then is is firing a ton of bullets into the hotel room, uh, yes. and some some of them are starting to land. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, and then there's just so much exposition just about everything here. It's like it's basically this is a small. This could have just been a short movie in a, in of itself, and just been like, yeah, this is, the, this is the end. And the old sniper calls his daughter Andrea again, and is you know apologizing to her, telling her like, oh, are we are we okay? And she's like, oh yeah, we're great, Dad. That's all he wanted to hear so he can die without regrets. That's pretty much what I took from that. And I'm like, I'm kind of glad he got closure, but also I don't care about this character. (laughs) Like this, this kind of thing works, works really well when you know something about the character. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or just no development. Yeah. No, I know. Or everything that's in, everything that was important just to get through this forty minutes was just spelled out for you. And at the same time, it sets up the it sets up the very very end of the movie. Right, right, exactly. Which I think that which, again, was like it, that was the whole point to stretch this out to like set up the end. It was just like eh, okay, and like nobody's reporting all of this high caliber gunfire. Like, <laughs> yeah. like these are these are big rifles, and they're firing across a street that's probably like fifty feet away from each other. I don't know. It's so loud. Um, so then, so stupid. So then, uh, old sniper. I think knowing he's coming to his end, he's talked to his daughter. He picks up a mattress and uses that to kind of shield a sniper. No, he does have a he does have a bulletproof vest on, right? Uh, seemingly, yeah. Yeah, he put it on earlier because when he stepped out to talk to the sex workers, he put on a, a bulletproof vest, preparing to get shot, which for some reason he doesn't. Um, so he pulls up a mattress. I, I don't know why he just didn't crawl out of the doorway to get out of there, but uh, whatever. Um, yeah. So he puts up the mattress, and then Sanchez across the way just lights him up. Um, yep. And seemingly that's the end of the old sniper. And, uh, and we think he's, we, we think he's dead at that point. Yep. Rest in power. Rest in power lit up by Sanchez there. Um, so Sanchez is leaving now and he, he gets on the phone with, uh, the handler or the client or the middleman between there's a bigger client here, I think, right. Throughout this entire yeah, movie. I think his name is Dean. <laughs> yeah, the guy on the phone is actually, his name is Dean, which Jared caught. Which I did is, not. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. Man's gotta have a name, right? Um, pick like pick like an evil name or something. Like Dean's not evil enough for you. I don't know. I don't know. Baltazar. Baltazar. <laughs> uh, yes, Baltazar. I've completed your mission. <laughs> like, yeah, like like oh no, sorry, it's Craig. <laughs> nah, it's just Craig. <laughs> the most badass guy I know, Craig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. So he's talking to Dean. Uh, Dean's like, "Yeah, you get paid. Go find this car." He finds this car. It's it's a car on blocks, and he's like, "I guess there's payment in in the shifter box or something." Nobody steals a uh, stopped car. Uh, here's a little bit of research that I didn't do. I wanted to look up what <laughs> what GIA, GIA certificates are. <laughs> oh man, because uh, they made a big deal about uh, as soon as. As soon as Sanchez gets in the car, he picks out of the glove, at, well, the shifter box, a baggie, baggie of diamonds, hmm. which is weird. And he calls up Dean and says, hey, this is weird. 
I don't really want a bag of diamonds. <laughs> uh, and Dean assures him he's got the GIA certificates. And so it's good. So uh, I, I'm just going to, because of whatever, I did a little research. Please. Uh, so GIA, I believe, is the uh, gem, gem. I don't know how to pronounce this word. This is like an Emirati's for me. Oh, gem, no. Gem, gemological? Gemolo, yep, gem, gem, no, that? Gemological is right. Yeah. Gemological Institute of America. I think they are like, they inspect and maybe, I don't know. I should have known that. I'm a big rock collector. I used to be a big rock collector. Are you though? You have a lot of rocks at home? <laughs> I do actually. <laughs> I, well, they're not, they're not in my house right now. I have them in storage up in New Hampshire and in, in a, in a storage locker in Londonderry. Benny, shout out to Londonderry. I don't know if this is true. I mean, we could maybe reach out to someone from the GIA, but this is a thing, GIA.edu. I think it's like you, oh. it's a, an official research and report for, Maybe verifying, uh, like verifying gem. they're they're not the blood diamonds that they, we know they are later. <laughs> yeah, all right, that seems credible. Uh, so, so yeah, he's complaining about these. He like doesn't want diamonds, but fine, whatever. Dean very explicitly says, "I've got the certificates. I'll call you in a month. Like smell you later." <laughs> uh, hangs up, and this is when. Uh, the police show up. It's like, finally, somebody's investigating all this wild gunfire. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, Except, come to find out, it's Miguel and Lance. Miguel. <laughs> so the, the famous duo. Obviously, Miguel and Lance, which, again, this is another great, this is another great movie, just the two of them, right? Yeah, yeah, I would watch a Miguel and Lance movie, for sure. So it's, it's Miguel, who is the local cop. In Colombia, mm-hmm. there and then uh, Lance uh, Eric, who's also a local cop, but is inexplicably American. Like he's got the same logos and everything on his jacket. Oh, so that was so okay. I, I, it would, yeah, I didn't get this either because when he when he turned around and his jacket said federal agent, so I thought he would like FBI federal agent, like U.S. federal agent. He was working with, like they were. No, no, it said like federales, and I think it was just like. Eh. Oh, I thought Columbia, just a, I thought it was just a federal because Miguel is just a cop. He's just a regular cop. He's not like a federal agent. Yeah, I don't know the rules in Colombia, but I'm assuming it's might be like like Brazil's police are like military police. Um, you know, it's yeah. federalis is a thing. Yeah, I I just assume that because later on we learned they've been working together for a very long time and basically just scamming and doing money deals. I figure it was just like a the old uh, federal agent, American agent teaming up with you know gotcha local no, cop no, no, no. To, to pull off some shenanigans that's what i thought it was and that would make sense but i i don't think they i don't think they explained it that way i think you're giving them too much credit <laughs> okay i mean that's what we do we try to give a lot of credit and then we take it away right yeah and i wrote exactly that i was like wait why is this guy american this makes no sense <laughs> uh and then i was like oh wait a second maybe they're not really cops like they're because they're doing crimes they're doing crimes now well, yeah, I mean, well, they're corrupt cops. Right. Okay. So they beat up Sanchez. So, yeah, then we're we're basically now in uh, the second movie of the three parts of movie here, right? Because yep. this is another scene, or scene, this is another portion of the movie that goes for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, I called it Ride Along. Yep, it's a long ride. It's a long ride. Um, so we get the, I, I kept calling him federal agent. Let's just call him by his name. So the Lance, he's um, in the backseat with Sanchez. So they, so they arrest Sanchez. They, they cuff him up, right? Uh, yep. throw, him in, throw him in the cop car and they're off for a ride. Sanchez has has the diamonds, right? Yep. 
Uh, yes, in his in his pocket or whatever. Yeah. So he's got the diamonds which he got from the car, right? Yep. And people want, <laughs> and that everyone wants. Uh, the diamonds are the are the you know the thing. We're also making a big deal at this point about how San, uh, not Sanchez, sorry, how Lance can't speak any Spanish. <laughs> yes, uh, and Miguel calls mine as like, "Hey, we've been working together for a really long time. You still can't speak any Spanish." Yeah, and he just goes, "I know enough to being, a, I know enough to know when I'm being rat fucked." It's <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Solid. Uh, I know enough to know when I'm being rat fucked. Okay. In reference to not knowing Spanish, sure. <laughs> it's not the worst being rat fucked, I guess. Boy, this is gonna be a long ride. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a real long ride. Um, so, I, so they get Sanchez. Sanchez, whatever. Um, and they're driving around, and then Sanchez starts talking to Miguel in the front. Yep. Basically, trying to turn them on each other. Right, and this is they start talking about how much the diamonds are worth too. Uh, and they start like saying, throwing out wild numbers, like, oh, it's 250, 250 this, 250 that, 500 this, 375, whatever. And you're like, wait, 250 what? Like $250, period? $250,000? $250 million? 250,000 pesos? Like, I, like where, the, where are we? <laughs> yeah. What are we talking? What units of measurement are we in? <laughs> And again, we've had this conversation before. Is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Is that like, is that worth all this trouble? Well, I guess this isn't that much trouble, right? No, not yet. Because any time this came up in this came up in ten minutes gone, where we had the same problem. Like they had didn't they have diamonds in that? And it was like fifty thousand dollars. It's like really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, you gotta split this five ways, and it's also not any money. Yeah, like I don't know. Just put. We committed grand. so many crimes. We killed like fifteen police officers, and it was worth five grand a piece. <laughs> okay, not, not worth it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to rationalize. Hey, listeners, don't do. Well, actually, do crimes. Not that kind. Don't do murder. No, do other crime, property crimes. Do property crimes. Jesus, uh, are you kidding me right now? I gotta cut this all out. Do property? What are you doing? You can't do that. You can't well, say that on TV. You can't incite. Well, you can. You can do whatever you want. Apparently, this is Donald Trump's America. So. Oh boy, here we go. Everyone's drinking from cartons. I gotta get this under control. I gotta yeah. cut this all out. Oh my god, big are cart, you? big, big carton drinking energy every year. Huge, hugely. What do you? T- okay. <laughs> You're the one who started this. I didn't start anything. You, What's a dollar cost, Russ? What does a dollar really cost? You, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> oh. So anyway, uh, we end up, he, he, Lance kills Sanchez because of course he was going to do that. Yeah, long story short, Lance, who, by the way, is he, like, I, I don't know, this irritates me. He's eating a lollipop. <laughs> that that bother yeah. you? What kind of adult eats lollipops? I don't know. Like, did you just come back from the dentist? That's not, doesn't make any sense, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. In the eighties when you went to the dentist, they gave you a lollipop sandwich, made no sense to me. Yeah, No, um, it did bother me. You're right. I agree. <laughs> well, it was like, it's just irritating. Cause it's like, Oh, he's so laid back. He can eat a lollipop while he's doing bad things. Ugh. Oh, you, you, you like leaned into it. I just assumed he was hungry on set. <laughs> And they and they stopped caring because this movie's awful. <laughs> They're like, yeah, sure, if you want, go for it, have a lollipop. If I get something different, um, yeah. no, it, it definitely irritated me. It, didn't the guy from Logan? Didn't he do the whole lollipop thing too? 
Which guy from Logan? The, the guy who basically looks like this guy is doing the same character, same same oh, thing. The guy with the robotic yeah. arm who's chasing Logan the entire time, who had sure. like the little, little kind of southern twangy accent. Who's he eating a lollipop too? Yeah, I guess lollipops are kind of a villain candy. Well, it's just annoying because it's just like, I don't know. It's, <laughs> we're so laid back, it can eat a lollipop while I like, kill people. It's like, I think it would have been worse if he was chewing gum. <laughs> oh, that would have just, that would just, yeah, that would have irritated him with his mouth open. Ugh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he, he so he murders that guy. So he murders Sanchez <laughs> with a lollipop in his mouth. Yep. Which I'm pumped about because Sanchez was super annoying. But at the same time. Yeah, and he's a uh, terrible person. We learn even further at the end of the movie. So yeah, totally fine. Yeah, but also now they're deaf because. I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. So he kills Sanchez. Now now lollipop guy and um, <laughs> lollipop man and and. Miguel are going back and forth about trust and all this sort of stuff. And like all of a sudden now, all this, all these years I've been working together, this one guy kind of threw them off. Like, really? Mm -hmm. Like, come on, dude. Right, the, the movie we wanted, Miguel and Lance. Right. Now all of a sudden they've gone off the rails because this one guy was like, hey, I have diamonds. Like, you still have the diamonds. Just split it. Like, don't be, a, don't be an yeah. asshole. Don't be assholes to each other. As usual. Yeah. They're now kind of on the edge. And then all of a sudden they just, it's a gunfight in a car. Pretty much just the two of them just blind firing from the front seat to the back seat. Yes. And then we get like, we get like a good outside perspective, like the shaky cam from the woods. Oh man. Yeah. Whoever's out there filming this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like none, none, none of it makes any sense. Um, and also like, what does this movie have to do with Nick Cage? At this point we're we're actually 35 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had about two minutes of Nick Cage at the beginning, and and now what? So they have this big gunfight in the car, and they're cranking off rounds to each other. And yes, you're right. That was my first thought, too. Everyone is deaf. Everyone, There's blood coming from people's ears because it is so loud doing this gunfire inside the car. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> you don't think so? Well, no, the impact no of like the gun, like the gunfire in there. You don't think so? No, no way. It's not gonna, it's not gonna blow out the windows. But you're gonna be deaf for sure. There's no doubt. Everyone's deaf. Like it's, the dead and, guy, well, the, he's dead, so he's not deaf. But you know what I mean? Well, he is. But like, if it did blow out the windows, you wouldn't be as deaf. Like <laughs> that's part of it. It's like uh, this is this is this is ruining your ears because it's just reverberating in, around inside the car. Got a small little area. I don't know. They're having conversations. He's still talking. Like Lance and Miguel are still chatting while they're trying to kill each other. <laughs> they should have been like screaming because they would have. They couldn't hear each other. Right. Exactly. Um. So then. Uh, so this is going on for actually a little bit longer than I think I wanted it to. Um. And then they have like this little inside outside car battle. So the car finally stops. Um. Miguel gets out of the front. He's kind of like working his way around. Um, uh, lollipop man is inside with the dead body still kind of on him. He's using it. He's been mm -hmm. using it as a shield the entire time. And Smart. He, opens, he opens up one door, closes one door, opens up the other door, or, you know, um, Miguel opens up the other door. Right. On each side of the car. Yeah. And this seems like the stupidest move ever. So he opens up the door and his plan was, I'm going to open the door. I won't be there. And then I'm going to climb underneath the car. And then shoot him in the ankles? Like, that was his plan? I like that. I like that play calling. <laughs> I That seems like the stupidest would plan be ever. Like, you've trapped, your, you've trapped yourself underneath the car. Well, but that would also be a devastating injury 
if it was not a dead body. It's not killing someone. <laughs> I guess maybe he thought, oh, I'll shoot him in his legs, he'll fall, and then I'll shoot him in the head to kill him. Because, like, right. shoot someone totally. in the legs, you're, I mean, you're not dead. No, but if you shoot your ankles out like that, like, that would look painful. I'm just saying I don't want to put myself in a position of, of like, I'm boxing myself in by climbing underneath a car. Like, you've boxed yourself in. You have nowhere to go. You can't do True. it quickly. You're trapped. So if your plan doesn't work, you're, you're fucked. You're right. You're totally right. Just saying. Anyway, so he opens the door. It piques Lollipop Man's interest. Miguel climbs underneath the car. I think he's got advantage, right? And I saw this coming a mile away. Oh, totally. <laughs> then two feet drop out of the car. And Miguel's like fires away and shoots like right through the ankles. That's what I'm saying. That would have been so painful if it wasn't a dead body. Yes. And it's the dead body that was in the backseat with him. Like, how did you not see that coming? Like, of course you'd use it as a decoy. Yeah. Miguel, not as smart as he seemed. And then Lollipop Man pops out the other side, lays on the ground, and then just kills Miguel. Yep. And then Lance runs away to a warehouse with a woman. <laughs> and like, yeah. Lance definitely needs medical attention. He's been shot at this point. Yes. He took a bullet up to the, the, the shoulder area. And so now he's in a warehouse and he's with a woman who uh, did you, I mean, I recognize that that's like the woman from the beginning of the movie. Like it's a lady in red. It's Renata. Yeah, I did not recognize her. <laughs> oh, you didn't. Okay. At, at first I was like, mm, eh, who's this? <laughs> well, I took two stabs at it. Considering there's only two women in the entire movie. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> and she has a name according to IMDb. I was like, it's mm -hmm. gotta be the main girl. Fair. Uh, and, and Lance, Lance got the diamonds off of Sanchez's body. Uh, but like, in my mind, what's he going to do with, with those diamonds without GIA certificates? We were all rattled about the GIA certificates earlier. How's he going to sell these? I mean, you can, I feel like you can still just go to a, a dealer and be like, Hey, yeah. So he's got, he's got the diamonds they are in this warehouse, uh, and uh, lady in red, taking care of them right and they're kind of having a moment and like oh now we really realize that federal agent and lady in red are were teamed up right yeah and this is a great this is like what well, this movie up until this point hasn't been that bad like i feel like we've been shitting on it a bunch because it deserves it but it's also like it's been pretty watchable and this is when we start to get some of the real bad dialogue that i was hoping for i agree i don't I, i'm gonna take i think we've been pretty tame compared to previous movies but at this point yeah well it's not this isn't so bad it's not like i mean again you're expecting nick cage from start to finish right yeah and we haven't talked about nick cage in at this point of the podcast like an hour <laughs> <laughs> which is a problem um but yeah i mean it's not I don't know. It's not that. I mean, like the dialogue is pretty terrible. Like the well, car ride thing was pretty bad. Like I, but it was it, it, I, like, I get all the moments, like the beats, but they're just, again, executed poor. That's all. Yeah. And the dialogue up until this point, I don't think it was even that bad. This is when yeah. it starts to get kind of <sighs> egregious. We start gets, getting the terrible lines. It gets really bad from here. Like Lance saying like, Oh, well, uh, you know, <laughs> I think, I think this is when we're not asked him, you know, how much, gets a good Thanos moment of like, well, what did it cost? <laughs> uh, He's like, oh, all it cost is a little part of my soul. I wasn't using that part anyway. <laughs> who, who says okay. that in reflecting on like any bad human being? Like you've been, yeah. he's been a bad human being for a very long time. And also the situation isn't over. This is an ongoing situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, we're not done here. 
Um, and again, here's another point where it's like, oh, this is a good, this is a good another movie here. Him and her. Yeah, I would him watch being that. like whether whatever he's either he's a federal agent or he's like an actual U.S. like FBI federal agent, and sure. he's helping this woman escape from some like hellhole situation in Colombia or wherever. Like, lots this, of interesting angles they could have taken. I was like, yeah, this actually this is another separate movie that's would be interesting. Um, maybe she's undercover. Maybe I, like there are a million things you could do with this. There's a million things you could do with it. Um, and, but it this puts is, it together. And I like the fact that like, I, well, I'll say it. I, I like the fact that there's no, there's mystery to like them being connected. You're like, Oh, cool. They're connected. Oh, see, I don't because it's stupid. Oh, <laughs> uh, I like, I know I'm into that. I'm, I'm okay with that. It doesn't bother me. And they, and they don't explain it ever. Like, I don't know. I don't. Jared, <sighs> this isn't, we don't, this isn't, Oh, man, this isn't Star Wars now. We don't need an explanation for everything. I just didn't. I didn't Use care your about imagination. Who cares about the, whatever happened in the past? Just the fact that they're together. But you can still tell a story from there, man. I. But at the same time, I want at least a little. Like, give me a reason to care. <laughs> you can't just say care about this because it's happening. Agreed. Like, I agree. Like, like the movie. And that's what the movie does. It's just like, oh, care about this because it's happening. There's well, because no... it, it has three separate stories that are all just like they cut out all that other stuff right. to just like yeah. fit these things in. Agreed. I agree I, with that. I'm I, that. Would I would gladly give you an hour and a half today uh, to watch six more hours of movies uh, that are actually good based on the characters that are in this movie. I would love to watch all of those movies. Yeah. They might not be good, but... No. <laughs> But I would love that. I just like fill it out for me. Like I don't want everything to be, nothing. It's I. I don't have high standards, Russ. I don't think I'm not a. I'm not a man of refined tastes. I think <laughs> I like a lot of stupid things. Give I like a lot of stupid things. Just give me something to believe in. <laughs> Anything. All right, that's fair. So they, yeah, I, I, I don't know. So at this point, they're they we we realize they're together, and and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Are they in love? I, I think they are, right? Because they, they yeah, oh well. I think yeah, he says it, doesn't he? Doesn't he actually say yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, probably. And this is when they get the name dropping of Aranya. Uh, you're like, oh, Aranya's going to bring you some passports. Oh, okay, and- good. You, I'm glad you caught that. Okay. All right. I thought I, I, I kind of missed that part, but I was like, okay, I'm okay. I'm glad you caught that because I was like, when it comes up later, I was like, did they say this earlier and I missed it? They did. I definitely, <laughs> and I definitely did. Okay. They did. It was now. Um, they're going to uh, Bonn, which is in. So like he's talking about like oh Orion is going to bring you passports uh, he's going to bring shit to the hotel there's going to be a plane ride to Bonn you know where bon- like Bonn's in Germany <laughs> like, why, why are they going to Germany like, of all places <laughs> it seems like weirdly too specific uh, and then like plenty of gunshots like finally like this finally we're starting to heat up again the situation is ongoing well now we got like so this introduces two new characters who right? well one of yeah. which we've seen he's it's the dead guy from the beginning that's on the table in the hotel. Oh, so, oh, so he shows up, uh, and, and, um, this crazy, crazy assassin. I think, is that crazy assassin? No, the woman. Yeah. Oh no. She's just the bad lady. She's explicitly the very bad lady. <laughs> uh, but this is also where we get our, uh, the very bad lady giving us a gem of a line here. Uh, Puta, I'm not going to kill you. I love you. Like if I had a nickel for every time, every time I've said that to someone. Also, it's very confusing to me now. What is their relationship? Like, do they, are they, are they lovers? Are they, is she 
does she work for her? Like, yeah, are they shipping it? What is going on here? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pulling that. Uh, that's a kid. That's what the kids call it, right? Well, no, you used it wrong. But oh shit! <laughs> Damn it! I think it's like, are are we shipping them? Oh, it's us shipping them. Yeah, and, and yes, I think I'm shipping them. Yep. Okay. Well, all right. So I'm not that far off. No, no, no. You tried. Yeah, I tried. I tried my best. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, fellow kids, fellow kids, if you're listening, damn it, send us an email. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, I'm gonna. Uh, wait, do kids I'm use gonna... email? <laughs> no. Yeah, fellow kids, if you're listening, send us a send us a Snapchat. Kidding me? They're already shitting on us in TikTok. We don't even know about it. <laughs> damn it, you're right. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh. So, do did they mention who they stole these diamonds from? Or is it just no. from it's just from like this mega client that we It's kinda... from Sanchez's Sanchez's payday. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, from Dean. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. So there's We're someone di- else there's someone else higher up that's kind of pulling all the strings here in a way, right? Diamond Dean, yep. Okay. Um so we get the two new so we're still in the warehouse. We get this uh um uh Oso and then we get um who is the guy who's dead in the very beginning of the movie, then a cage yep. pats on his back. And then we get very bad lady. Um, and then we get very bad lady. Uh, yelling gunfight. What is this gunfight? Like they're just walking. Like at this point, Lance is walking around without a shirt on, just yeah. like shooting with a machine gun inexplicably. Yeah, there's no real rhyme or reason to the whole thing. It's just just shooting people, just shooting. Yeah, and like I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. I, at this point, I was thinking, oh gee, I'm glad we see Oso now from the beginning of the movie. I hope we get back to Nicolas Cage soon. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> like can we just get over this? I think the problem with this, and I would say that I'm a little like that whole that whole sequence, like the warehouse sequence, could have been cool. Sure, but it could have been cooler if like the two of them stuck together and we just followed them. It could have been way more tense if we just followed the two of them as they tried to get out of this this warehouse thing. But I guess, and then they could have gotten split up at some point. But instead, it was just like random shots of people shooting, and then they split up, and then like I don't know. It was it was just horrible. Yeah, it just yeah. Anyways. So at this point, we, we like, this is kind of where it gets unclear. So I guess apparently they tell us later in the movie, this is when Lance dies uh, in in the gunfight, which we all kind of have to assume because it's not, we don't, we don't see it. It's not explicit (laughs) at all. Cause like, yeah, what happens is, so they split up Lance and uh, lady in red and she kind of escapes on her own. But while she's trying to escape, we can hear Lance gets caught we can hear him being what sounds like he's being tortured or whatever. It's not very clear that he's actually killed, but by the end of the movie, he's not around anymore. And I think they 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 do say later on he died. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They could have just been a little more clear of that. Like, yeah, that's not. Then it's just like cuts to a van. <laughs> um, yeah, Renata's outside. She's uh, leading the red. She's out uh, at a van. So and, much shaky cam following her to the van. It's not adding anything. Like they could have just done this regularly and it would have been fine. <laughs> it's adding zero tension. Yeah. And then there's like the weird sexy van scene. So it's, they're riding yeah. Riding around town, right? They're riding around town for too long. Like this is probably a five, five to six minute scene. Well, one one second, just to set this scene though. So she so she so she gets out of the warehouse and she sneaks up on someone who's basically unloading sodas to a vendor and basically yeah. just hijacks this guy who's doing his job, right? Right. Yep, it's kind of important, right? Because it actually, when she gets to the end, it's important. But like, so she hijacks this guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just doing my job, whatever." And she's like, "Hey, do you?" He's like, "Should I see that it's you, or did I should see that you have a gun to my back?" Yeah, and she's and whatever. So she gets in the van and basically hijacks him. Is like, just drive, and yeah. Then this is like this really weird, like, I guess we have to see her in her bra and underwear moment. Ex- yeah, exactly. 
and the music is like it's very 90s like it's like i don't it's like really weird sexy music is happening and it's like we it's like we transported to like a uh like mid 90s jean-claude van damme like yeah. you know sex scene where it's like saxophone and like really bad music yeah she's like i, I don't care if you look just don't crash us okay to the driver yeah like what what <laughs> like just change and let's move on like yeah i don't think you can do both of those things at the same time right so i don't know, I don't know. it's just like things that make no sense to be well, and like the, she has a bunch of weird dialogue at the end about something about a devil, something about killing, regardless of the story that they're telling. It's it's all it's very confusing to me. Yeah, she's basically just telling him like, well, she basically just killed him in a way. Like she's she's basically like, yeah, I just if you go back to your job, they're gonna come. Whoever is hunting me is gonna come find you and is gonna be like, where'd she go? And no matter what, you're gonna end up dead. So yeah. she just gives him a bunch of money. He's like, you know. Here you go. Here's a bunch of money. Do whatever you want. Just don't go back to your job. It's like, right. thanks, lady. <laughs> and then she and then she gets out of the van and doesn't close the door. Who does that? Like, That's wow. so fucking rude. It's a nightmare. Ah, I'm so mad. And we haven't talked about Nicolas Cage in an hour, but at this point, like, we're we're this is this is almost exactly halfway through the movie. Yeah, we we we've hit it. I think we've we've hit we've hit it. So, so apologies, listeners. I know you wanted more Nicolas Cage, but. Uh, thank you for listening and bearing with us. Um, and in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at it's this means that, and we're ITMT pod on Twitter. Uh, or you can send us an email. At it's this means that at gmail.com. As always, you can find all our episodes at it's this means that.com. But yeah, listen on Thursday when we get to Nick Cage. I hope so. Till then.